0: And we're live! Welcome to the Underpaid, Underqualified Podcast with your hosts, Ja and... Vince! And we apologize to our faithful 973 listeners that... uh, 973, that's what he means. That we totally missed last week due to... Well, we actually have a job... We have jobs that try to sustain our actual, like, frugal lifestyles, and this podcast is not making money yet. That's not what it was. I
1: had stomach issues, remember? Yeah, it occurred to Just me... Just to get nice and graphic. It occurred to me... Just to put a nice image all in all the listeners' heads right now. Yeah, so Vince got sick. My uh, stomach not doing so great. What did you eat? Uh, I think it was some bad sushi. Well, <laughs> it was at work, You know, so You know when you go to, like, a gas station and you see the sandwiches and it'll always have an expiration date of, like, the same day? Wait, so you got gas station sushi so at work? No. Now I'm making an example. I'm painting a picture. You know, you know that type of situation, though, when you go to a gas station, right? And you see the sandwiches that like... The expiration date's the same day. Sure. So, the work cafe, they have sushi. That's not as bad. It's like maybe like one or two steps above. And uh, it kind of has a similar thing where the expiration date is always within like 12 hours of selling it. And I came to lunch late and had nothing else. So, went with it. Had some uh, weird stomach vibes for the next couple days. So,
0: uh, podcast had to suffer. But it's all right. We recovered. Here we are. Well, now we're going to make it up to you guys by having the next 40 minutes, an hour of great content. So, how's your week, Vince? Uh, it's good. Work isn't as stressful because
1: uh, we uh, just announced a new camera coming out. That's right, Hero 8 and Max.
0: I don't, think, available our people, this month. I don't think our listeners know where you work.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess that would be mildly important. Uh, a little company called GoPro, you know, action cameras. Yeah, that's cool. Their stocks are doing crap, though. I uh, yeah, 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 probably could be better. And I probably could know more. I actually don't even know what their stocks are. Let <laughs> me to actually look it up right now. Uh, last I checked, they were kind of profitable. Not sure, but it uh, doesn't are, really matter. It's a paycheck. Do you really want to know how much your stocks are worth? I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, Joe. I have some forms I signed that said I can't talk about this publicly.
0: Yeah, you can. It's on Google.
1: Yeah, but like how the stocks are doing recently.
0: For GoPro, Google says publicly. that you guys are valued at four dollars per share. Is that good? <laughs> That's terrible. It's more than three. <laughs> G E, which is like running a. Never mind. Moving on. All right. What else? What else is new in your life? You yes. know what being a
1: covered employee means, Jeff. Means you're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> your stocks are still shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. We're not supposed to talk about it. Moving on. Moving
0: on. <laughs> uh, anything else that's new with your life? Uh got a new couch for sitting on. Um. Wow, your life sounds boring as hell. <laughs>
1: You're just the source of negativity with no funny this week, Joe. Ja. Dude, do you
0: realize I strive off of negativity? Right? <laughs> but you gotta make it funny. I am making it funny. My negativity brings charm and humor to this. Christine's not laughing. <laughs> I don't think she's even listening. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hey, babe.
1: Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's laughing now. Um. <coughs> yeah, how are you doing, Jeff? Ja? How am I doing? Okay, not gonna lie. For our loyal, loyal listeners, if you know, I recently changed jobs, and my previous job, funny thing, is um, they laid off half my team last week. Wow, really? Yeah, no, I dodged a bullet, seriously. Um, Two weeks after you started? Yeah. Hmm. So, that's uh, kind of interesting, Um that's great to know that I dodged a major bullet, so now I'm... How did you dodge a bullet? Did you... Um, it's either, it's it's like one of those things where it's like, I probably could have been left on, who knows, mm-hmm. right? But then at the same time, um, I might have been the reason why another person stayed on or whatever. I don't know, right? But, or like, I could have been laid off, but either way. That answer was like the most
1: like unclear answer ever. I don't know what, wait, what was your question? I could have been on, I could have been off another coworker, wait, but what, I'm here. What was your question? Why, uh, like, how do you, like, what did you do to not get fired or had, like, what was the reason you weren't laid off? Oh, I mean my old company got laid off. My oh, I thought you were talking about the new one. I no, thought you were saying I just my, got no, 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 hired. No, no, and one. there was a layoff. <laughs> That's kind of what happened with Twitter. Oh, what was it? Before, right when I worked there, it was right after they did all those layoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. And then all the people thought I was this amazing employee who just avoided getting fired. And I was like, <laughs> got hired after the
0: layoff. But, yeah, no, so blessed that I did find a job before my company went through layoffs. hmm Because it was definitely one of those things where it's like, sweet dodge major bullet but I've concluded that I hate working. Working sucks. It only took you seven years after college to
1: figure that out? Four. Four? Yeah. Wait, when did you graduate?
0: I think when I was 22.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. I was thinking high school. Never mind. Well,
0: I guess you didn't work straight out of high school, right? I mean, I worked in college. Uh, no. I, I mean, I did like tutoring jobs. Oh, that kind of counts. Anyways, working sucks. I'm working a real job because my previous job, I left whenever I want because my schedule is very flexible and there's no manager. But now that I actually have a manager and fixed hours, working sucks. I can't wait for retirement. I'm 26. I'm looking for retirement. I Such- need sugar mama. <laughs> no, any? <laughs> I
1: really don't know what to contribute there, Joe. I don't know. I, uh, Yeah, I've been... I don't know. I feel like I've been doing the full-time grind for a while there and it's... I mean, you got to like what you do. You know, you got to find a job that you enjoy. Do you not enjoy this job so much? That's okay. So
0: I'm pretty much in glorified customer service in tech. Yeah. And not going to lie, I really couldn't care less about customer service work. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, it's like the people who say they're a people person. It's
1: like are you really a people person for that one angry customer who's super pissed off that they can't buy a fucking five 99 discount because they don't qualify for it. And they're just going to like scream up a storm at 3am on the customer service line. It's like, that's the people, that's the type of people you're okay with. That's when you say you're a people person. Like I, I can't believe anyone who says they work in customer service because they're a people person. They actually enjoy it. So to an extent, I don't think anyone really enjoys customer service.
0: Yeah, so not a fan of, uh, call it, Customer service? Well, it does work right now. Well, I'm not sure if it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you need to like find what your passion is, and you won't work a day kind of BS, or I just straight up hate work and I can't wait for retirement. No, I think that's true. I think the first one's true. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't we'll you think it make sense? No, because I don't like work.
1: No, but if you... So, if you are working at something that you enjoy, like, if you're... What do you enjoy? What do you, What do you do for fun, Joe? If you won the lottery, what would you do right now?
0: Uh, volunteer work at a museum. So that would be fun, right? Uh, that would be meaningful.
1: Yeah. So if you got paid to do that really well, wouldn't you enjoy the actual work process of it?
0: Would it be rated on a standard and given formal review.
1: Uh, we'll say a little bit. <laughs> uh, probably not. So you don't enjoy the review part. I don't like being a sque- process. Oh, you don't like the like mandatory like nine to five, four uh, to 40 hours a week type of thing? Not at all, no. What if it was like Uber or Lyft where you can pick your own hours?
0: Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's customer service stuff. Oh, maybe if I pick my own hours, maybe.
1: If you could pick your own hours and it was something you enjoyed, wouldn't you like it? I like how this episode is turned into career counseling.
0: Yeah. I'm like, what? I feel like honestly, just the concept of work. Cause to me, this is it. Um, with work, you, unless if I'm directly involved in actually producing something yeah. and making something, that's where it's like, I had a hand in it. I had a say in it. I'm calling the shots.
1: Yeah. So like creativity. any,
0: no, not that ownership. Yeah. Great. Well, I think I would say creativity, but like, so positions where like, you're the director or the, the the CEO or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're the one calling the shots. You're saying this goes, that doesn't go,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you're the one that actually has a hand in making something. But <laughs> so otherwise, that-, that you're just a cog and you're helping someone else fulfill their dreams and fulfill their projects. Otherwise, to me, that's that's every other normal job, and I don't find that fulfilling. And I find that I don't care enough. So you're saying you want to be CEO?
1: <laughs> yes. All right, well, I don't know if there's been too many CEOs that go straight from <laughs> working customer service to just being the CEO. You might have to They're deal They're called with
0: entrepreneurs. <laughs> hey, if you could do it. Yeah, I know. So, like, the very concept of work, I think, is boring, dull, and I don't know why workaholics exist. I thought you were talking about the TV show for a second. <laughs> oh, there's a TV show called Workaholics? You haven't
1: seen Workaholics? No, Man, I haven't. Do you watch Comedy Central at all? Uh, South Park. Eh, that's something, I guess. Well, concept of workaholics, I think, exists because the people, I think some people, I don't know, take their crap very seriously and are really, like, career ambitious and want to have a good reputation and, like, build themselves up. And like you said, with certain coworkers at Twitter, they keep trying to, like, climb the ladder at Twitter. You know, some people are just very ambitious want to keep getting that resume built up, and uh, others, I think, just
0: have jobs that they legitimately find fun. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. For the people that are climbing that corporate ladder to, like, Yeah, I'm building that resume and stuff like that. I just find that meaningless. And at the end of the day, like, what's the point of all that? You're helping somebody else. You're helping yourself, yes, to get that career. But... Mm -hmm. Okay, to put it in this, you know how, like, when people say, I was like, gender is a social construct, right? (laughs) Yeah, this is my opinion. I think work is a social construct. Uh,
1: I mean, can you elaborate on that, Jeff? Let's see. I'm trying to follow you, but I don't
0: know if I do. So... To me, it's, you're either helping somebody else pursue their dreams mm-hmm. or you're pursuing your own dreams. But how is it a social construct? And the thing is that, well, you're expected to work. You're expected to contribute to society mm-hmm. in any way. So the only, you're considered, a, what do you call it? You're considered useful to society is if you actually work a paying job, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um. And if you have skills that can contribute
1: to the job skills contribute period in general. I think it's beyond just having skills. I think it's like if you can actually like have the creative input of like what needs to be improved, what can be improved and you don't need to be, need to be creative to be useful.
0: You don't need to be You just be manual labor and you're still useful to somebody. No, but at I the end of the day is that you're still helping somebody else pursue their dream, their passion. So let's take for example um an engineer you're designing... A, you're coding a project or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you're ultimately helping the uh, the person who conceived the idea. Yes. It's not your baby at all. It's their baby. You're just helping them. Another example yeah, is if you're an architect... Okay, let's say you're an engineer. You're a, a builder or something like that. Is it your project or is it the architect's project or is it the client's project? You're just being paid to do their work.
1: I mean, I think That's the it. the fact of like... Yes, you are serving like one person as a CEO, but there's no way you're going to avoid that just cuz either you'd have to start your own company that has employees within a year or two at minimum or you're going to have to like work up the ladder and get some experience. So you're no for sure you're going to be working for someone else's like goal as in like their company like what they founded. Yes, no matter what. But within that it's not like you're just a slave like the whole time you're like doing contractor to like lower like end of like the new kind of entry level roles with a company, like you still can have creativity and like your own say and like input and in, like depends. Yeah. That's why I said you can't like, I didn't mm-hmm. say you always will. It's like you can it's a possibility. Like, okay. like you, you have some roles where you get more creative input on like, and just like directions for how you think the department's change. Like big companies, you know, have a million different departments and obviously the CEO can't oversee everything. So, you know, there's different like departments where you're kind of entrusted to like have your own say on, like, how it should be run and, like, what you think would be helpful and, like, that's where you kind of get the, like, more satisfaction of, like, not feeling like you're just doing, like, manual labor, just serving one person. It's, like, you can't have certain departments where you get more, like, your input and your say and, like, your own way to manage things, So,
0: So, at the end of the day, chances are you being in a position of power where you can actually call the shots without having anybody uh, circumvent you is very low. You're,
1: you're always going to so- have somebody circumvent you.
0: Even if you're the CEO, you're no, going to sure. have you are But the thing is that the chances... It, I'd rather be top management than middle management. If I'm going to be on a picking order, I'd rather be on the upper half.
1: Mm-hmm. And the well, would everybody, that, though?
0: <laughs> yeah, so which is why I find work meaningless, and what's the point? If you're not in the upper half, then work is just... Because this is coming back to the point you got to enjoy. It. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. No, so. And me, feel it, like work, you're doing something... But I won't, something I won't
0: potentially be content mm-hmm. until I'm there. And the fact that I'm not there... I'm discontent.
1: What do you mean by there?
0: You asked. So your original question is maybe you want to, you should try doing something you want to do. Yeah. And the thing is that. And that's what you mean I want to there. try. Uh, right now, currently, I find work in almost every position I've been in, mm-hmm. bar uh, dull and a waste of time and only just a means to survive. Yes. And you said. Potentially try something that you want to do. Well, I want to be in a position where I can do almost whatever I want. And I don't have to
1: listen to somebody.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It seems like different things. So I was saying, like, do what you want. Well, Yeah, that's I what was, I want to do. But I was lives. thinking I was thinking more, like, not so much... When I say want, I mean the field that you want to do. You know what I mean? Like working, you know, music, movies. Oh, I couldn't give a
0: fuck. <laughs> that's what I've been saying this no, whole No, in terms of the field, i really, honestly... I don't think I care enough. Really?
1: There's Uh, gotta be something you, like, want to work in, though, right? This is gonna be the whole episode, viewers, by the way. We're just gonna be talking about... No, I wanna be
0: in a position of power. Huh? I just wanna be in a position of power. (laughs) That's... At the end of the day, I think I will find So you like any type
1: of work as long as you're in a position of power? What if it was, like, a factory making, like, peanut... Packaging?
0: (laughs) I don't know, I haven't done it. But if I'm in a position of power, that might be pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. So no, okay. at the end of the day, it's that uh, to me, John it's like power. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, I straight up. Okay. So the other day in my Sunday school class, yes. uh, I was deducting people's points because they're misbehaving and I straight up told my class, I am, I will deduct people's points if you guys are not, if you guys uh, misbehave and I get power hungry easily. Isn't that a sin? You're very religious, right? <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah. But then I said that a lot, but it was basically just to mess with my kids. But at the same time, but I straight up said that to my Sunday school kids. Hey, every joke. Every joke, there's a little bit of truth to it, right? Yeah. No, and then, like, the other, like, mature, like, older uh, Sunday school person was, like, helping out. Huh. He just laughed. So what if, what if you
1: were, like, what if you were a manager of, like, a team of seven people? Would you feel happy? Or comfortable? Or what if you are a teacher? middle management? Uh, then uh, no. You were a director. Let's say that. Your title was director. Director job.
0: Depends on where the director level lies within the uh, overall scheme. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we look at this very
1: differently. My whole MO is like if I enjoy my day-to-day, coworkers are likable, paychecks good,
0: and I kind of enjoy and don't totally hate what I'm doing, then I'm I'm sound as a pound. Yeah, no, to me it's just I'm just working for – I like the concept of not starving and that's the only reason why I'm here. (laughs) And currently the whole customer service or the whole product specialist roles that I'm in right now, Uh I'm hoping is a stepping stone to me doing UX research, which is a position where I can say, so UX research is a position where you're kind of, you're reaching out to other different teams and telling them, Hey, this is what the customer wants. You should probably design that. Can we design that? So it's definitely a little bit higher power and a little bit more authority to say, Oh, this is why it works. Can we get this to work? That almost sounds like a project manager role in a weird way because I work for
1: companies where they've kind of, like, project managers have, or project specialists have just literally been tasked with, like, looking for holes in the company, like, what could be fixed and kind of, like, deciding these tools that, like, could su- could help out a huge amount for the business and then they basically just have the ideas of how to build out the tool and then, like, computer science-oriented uh, people actually.
0: Well, more. UX is more for the product side. Yeah. No, this would – well uh, – I mean, it's probably a different way of thinking. Because um, yeah. one is more like you're looking at analytical data; the other ones, you're more looking at um, uh, customer feedback.
1: You can look at data and also like decide how like certain products could be invented by. Yeah, like, but your
0: you're kind of approaching it differently. is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, it could be, yeah. but every company's different, and I think there are there is some like intersection between project specialists and UX researchers. Anyways, this must be super, super exciting for all the listeners right now. It's
0: a little bit more serious. Actually, no. So I've gotten feedback of our content. I think the word you're looking for is boring. <laughs> no, actually, I've gotten feedback from, con- from our listeners where if we actually have a consistent topic of not just like going off tangents or not, not necessarily tangents, but like rants, it's something that's a fixed topic. Yeah. It's actually more enjoyable.
1: Yeah. That was what I said early on. Remember I tried to like pick one topic per episode. Like a flushed out topic. Yeah. And then we just realize that we're both lazy people and we don't want to commit. Well, also a lot. <laughs> and movie. we don't want to prepare.
0: That's always how it happens. Well, so okay. Like, going back on our sequel one, you're a lot, you asked me about sequels and I'm like, I thought about it legitimately and I couldn't think of a single thing. I can't, like. Well, whose like, fault is that, Ja? <laughs> your topic choice.
1: <laughs> or the person who's not contributing. It's sequels is the easiest topic, Ja. You literally Yeah. Think and I said movie. that
0: I was going to go and talk about sequels that I hate. And yeah. then it became a lot easier
1: Yeah it worked out
0: So it worked out You told me to find sequels that I liked And I was like I couldn't give enough shits about any of that Dude How The movies occupy half
1: the world right now Basically you walk around You see advertisements for a movie anytime Anytime there's a movie There's going to be a sequel It's so easy to think of a sequel you like Because if you like the movie Then there's a good chance they made a sequel And if you like the second one That's a good chance of happening If you like the first one
0: It's physics John ja. <laughs> Yeah I still don't care for some reason <laughs> Anyways, going to our original topic. So, we did have a secret episode where we took off the air because we weren't sure if we broke any NDAs. We talked about contract life. This time, we're going to tackle that topic again, and hopefully, we don't break any NDAs.
1: I kind of hope we do, so then this just isn't posted.
0: (laughs) Aww, are you allergic to serious topics?
1: Not allergic, I just.
0: Well, let's let you take it away, John. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll follow. So most recently, um, okay, so I was a former contractor at Google. Great stuff. Free food was great. Um, I miss that so much. Didn't you write the graveyard shift? Uh, Yeah, for a good chunk of it. Hmm. It sucked a lot. I'll give props to that.
1: I've never done a graveyard shift. Uh, There's
0: several times where I almost died driving because I was falling asleep at the wheel.
1: It's pretty bad. Anyways. I don't know if I should respect you or think you're dumb for <laughs> risking your life that way. I slept in my car a few times because of this job. This j- At Google? Yeah. Yeah. That's not as bad, but driving when you're about to...
0: Well, because... Out. uh, Yeah. No, I just want to get home. I was like, end of my shift at 9 a.m., just want to get home.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: So go to bed. Anyways, we're getting distracted. Yep. Anyways, Tell me about contract life at all Google, right, Joe. So, and most recently in the news, people are... Uh, there's a group of contractors that want to get unionized. So they have fair... More rights. Because... For anybody who don't know what contract life is, it's actually pretty bad. You're basically expendable labor in a, like, uh, high-skilled environment. What? Well, you are expendable labor.
1: This is so slanted and so biased. No, it is. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you this objective definition of what a contractor is. It's terrible. It sucks. You're, you're not respected.
0: Yeah, you just described it perfectly. <laughs> um... <laughs> And so, like, there's definitely cases where, like, there are high-skilled contractors. They like this lifestyle because they can just work from job to job. But yes. then there's others where it's like this is the only foot in the door for them to get a job. Um, at the same time, companies tend to hire contractors because they don't have to pay their health insurance. So they're cheap employment for them. They just pay them a lump sum of money. Boom. The agency does what they need to do to hire the person. And so the thing is that um, – Yeah. Yeah. So, and after seeing that, I'm like, great. There's, like, a movement going on. There's some people trying to, like, fight for, like, contract rights. Uh, there's also for um, some Google engineers arguing for contractors' uh, rights as well. Because, honestly, it's actually very easy to fire a contractor. They can just terminate the contract on the spot if they feel – if they have a, almost any reason. Mm-hmm. And – Yeah, And also, I've just been in situations where contractors or like full-time employees basically berate the contractors, telling them straight up, you are useless and you are replaceable. And so that's kind of like, okay, well, these are people trying to like maybe fresh out of college or people that are trying to make something out of their lives, try to get uh, into the right direction. And they're kind of stuck there, like doing these like low scale jobs at the same time, they're not exactly fruitful so, and whatnot. And so from coming from a business perspective, I totally understand mm-hmm. that, okay, yeah, no, this is definitely a wise financial choice. You need cheap labor to do something uh, that doesn't require like high skills or like advanced skills to do something. Sure, that makes sense. But for a lot of people who are trying to literally build a career for themselves in something and this is literally their only foot in the door, to Whether it be networking or to figure out, like, oh, I actually need to change careers or something like that. Yeah. And so I've definitely been in a position at uh, Google where they told me straight up, yeah, you're not getting converted, period. Okay, that's fine. At least they told me straight up.
1: What do they say exactly? Though? Let's be fair, though. Because I have a hard time imagining them saying you're going to work this position and there's no chance you'll ever, ever, like, like, get promoted. You're stuck here for the rest of your time. Like, I
0: have a hard time believing that. What was... Can you, like, rephrase what they said to the best of your ability? They laughed in our faces and said, I've been here for two years, and I'm still a contractor. What do you think?
1: True, that could be just, like, some jaded cunt who's, like, really hasn't gone anywhere in the company, though. Are you going to take that as, like, the face value of, like, the company, though? Because
0: it's Google. I have friends that's been there for four to five years, and not a single one has been converted.
1: Oh, it could be, but I'm just saying, like, because one person says it, are you going to assume that it's impossible?
0: (laughs) Yeah, because they straight-up said it, and they don't... But who's they? No, no, no,
1: that's my point. My point is, what did they... S- I get, like, like I'm talking, like, managers and, like, superiors in the company. Did they, like, when you got hired, did they... Like, who are the people that said, like, it's impossible to ever get converted? Like, other coworkers there, or, like, managers? Managers. And they said, I've been a
0: contractor for four years, and I've been converted? So, in that position, there's been multiple... Pos- uh, mo- there's different um, statuses. So, there's yes. the trainers... Uh, The trainers are obviously higher than the normal employees. They said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also the people who got converted. (gasps) So they got converted as a normal contractor to employees Uh of the contracting company. Okay. So they're more formal. Even they themselves said, you're not getting converted. Mm -hmm. The most converted you're going to get is to be an employee within the contracting company and not just be a simple contractor. Is this violating any NDA stuff yet? No. Um, (laughs) Seems pretty private. I don't know. Just a, what, about Google's hiring practices already. Oh, well, that's just this position. Okay. And so to me, it was like, okay, it's fair. You're telling me up front that there really is no chance. And I understand that because these are really low skills. Uh, they're not really the most transferable skills. Yes. So I understand that and I respect that. But of course, I'm going to take advantage of my opportunity, see what I can learn. I get that. Mm-hmm. But then when I was working at Twitter, I was told the possibility of being converted. And I was... Great, A little bit of ray of sunshine and hope in my life and rainbows and stuff. There's a possibility of getting converted. But seeing how my manager was kind of playing favoritism on how people are getting uh, converted and such. It was all right, all right, dude. I think we're really getting – you can't get no, this private about the joke. And so it was definitely like, wait, I didn't really see the, the – the, the Yeah, what are you doing? We're
1: going to have to delete this episode again. <laughs>
0: I'm stopping it there. I'm just stopping you it. You
1: already said too much. <laughs> you just talked about your manager, and now you basically said she, like, didn't promise. I've been
0: talking about my managers the entire time, and they promised this and that.
1: Which yeah, vaguely, of- but you mentioned the job, and anyone can look down on your LinkedIn and find out. It doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is going to be delayed. Nobody knows how to spell soon. my name. Uh, but, yeah, so I just definitely think that there should be improvements within the contracting world about how, like, okay, all right. Uh, maybe culture be more upfront. Um, All right, and I like this empty promises. We're putting it back on a positive light, keeping it nice. And That's big, what I'm saying. Keeping it nice in general. This is the entire gist, and I already told you upfront, like what changes. What I like to see in this environment, you knew that from the get go. Judge, I just think you should stop shouting. You're scaring me. <laughs> For our loyal listeners, I just threw my phone at uh, Vince. He slapped me with it. To be yep. fair. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, so that's one of the things I would like to see is basically be upfront with your uh, contractors, set the tone, set the pace, and definitely, like, foster an environment where you're not basically berating your contractors, but, like, okay, this is what it is, but we're not going to look down upon you. We're not going to foster those ideals. We're not going to have, like, that kind of behavior and demeanor. What do you think, Vince? Um... I don't know, my two cents. I'm a lot less,
1: uh, I don't know, I'm a bit more like neutral on it. I'm not super optimistic about contractor life. I'm not like super pessimistic. It just kind of is what it is. And I get why you need it because like companies, you know, like it's hard being a startup and like big Bay Area company nowadays because there's so much competition. No companies are making profit. And um, stock prices can fluctuate so widely and profit can change to loss so quickly with companies so basically business is hard and it makes sense why you would want you know employees that cost less money so contractors are becoming a big thing um and i think like you said there's like a culture clash that can happen where like contractors feel not as valued as the full-time employees like i think my line that i draw is holiday parties what do you mean by that holiday parties you want me to elaborate on that joe yeah, I'm actually a little confused. What are you trying I'm to say? I'm gonna elaborate on that, Joe. Holiday parties. If you're invited to a holiday party, that's how you know you're valued. So if you're a con- if you're working as a contractor and you can't attend a holiday party, that's where I think it's kind of fucked up because why wouldn't you like perks like that if you really want to feel like a like a part of the company and not like you're just literally being hired to like clock in and do hours and do manual labor with no actual like creative input or like actual ownership of your projects then like holiday parties are a good way to uh, know that the company actually values you and let you um, kind of you know enjoy the perks of being in the company and that they appreciate you being there case in point. I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to violate the NDA agreement, but kind of too late on this episode, so we're probably going to have to delete it anyway. But I worked for one company as a contractor where you weren't invited to the holiday party. That's actually very normal. And I worked for another company where you were invited to to the holiday party as a contractor. Oh, nice. So 50-50. So, and my manager at the time was, like, very adamant about that. He wanted, like, anyone who was a contractor to feel like they were valued and part of the team, and he was like... Like, like he, it was never even a doubt in his mind. It was always just like, oh, yeah, you're coming. Like, it, if you're on my team, you're for sure coming. And that's the type of – like, that's the type of attitude that I think is most important And like – that's the type of situation that makes me feel less jaded about contractor and contractor life. If you have a manager who really is looking out for you and sees your situation is very cognizant about it and is like willing to make the effort, like extra effort to like make it clear to you that there are opportunities for you to grow and like tell you about opportunities where like career advancement can happen, then I'm fine with it because I get some companies like to hire more people. You have to kind of adapt to contractor lifestyle. And I think it's just having a manager who's, you know, considerate and like shows that they actually are looking after you and care about your career growth and you as a person and how you're feeling. That's all I really ask for. So TLDR, as long as you, if being a contractor by nature, isn't a bad thing. As long as you have hope in the form of like your managers, superiors your who are looking out for you and see your situation and
0: want to help you grow as long as you're willing to put in the work. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see that. Um, so, just kind of set the tone is like, why contractors were so divided is because I believe several years ago, uh, Microsoft employees, they got a lot of perks. Uh, contractors, I mean. Yes. Microsoft contractors. And so, basically, I think some people try to sue and say, hey, since we're being treated as employees, we might as well be employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that pretty much set kind of the tone where contractors are contractors and employee, full-time employees are are full-time employees and they must be kept separate. Mm-hmm. So which is why a lot of bigger companies, they have such a huge divide. Yes. I get I, that. Yeah. Which I totally understand and I do understand that you have to draw the line somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like, I do agree. So I may be a little bit different on the whole holiday party. I may say, okay, yeah, no, I think holiday parties should be kept separate. One is employees, but I think contractors should get something still. Like, if they should have like a team day off or something like have a potluck, but like to definitely, I agree with the whole concept of like to show you appreciate because you're working on their projects. You're part of their team. You're, you're integrated to some degree mm-hmm. and you're still part of that cog and that big, bigger machine. Right. And yes. you're still contributing to some degree. Yeah. And so, which is why in a way, a little bit, it's just treat your people better. Treat them like they're not just like Machines. paid labor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's what we're all about treating people with kindness as you can see me and Ja treat each other
0: with nothing but respect and kindness (laughs) Uh, some respect no kindness but um yeah so that's just one thing I would like to see the other thing is definitely um uh dang I had a list totally forgot now. (laughs) It's not like we're we're only doing this on audio and
1: you can just hold a list
0: in front of you or anything like that. Health insurance, I think, is a very big deal. Um, Yeah. So actually, with a lot of contract jobs, right, you have to pay out of pocket for your health insurance, Um, whereas most companies are, oh, we'll pay for it, or it's subsidized, right? So recently, I quit my job, and in order to uh, keep my insurance, I need to pay $650 per month out of pocket to keep that same insurance, whereas back then my contribution was only maybe like $200 right okay not too bad yeah fair um I but now imagine that you're a contractor. what's your insurance <laughs> Zero. yeah so full-time so there's some benefits with that right um but as a contractor you have to pay out of pocket and especially if you're in the san francisco bay area you may be making um let's say let's say ballpark 20 maybe like 20 to $30 an hour. Yeah. Depending on the position. Maybe even less, maybe even more, of course, depending on the position. Yeah. Now imagine you have to pay your insurance out of pocket. Now you're um, making $12 an hour. <laughs> you're making $12 an hour. It was a standard. What the And the average income to buy a home in San Francisco is $120,000. Average income. And that's considered like middle class Whereas the rest of the country As considered the upper class uh, Like upper middle class Right Mhm. Um, That's why you live in Oakland Like I do Not even <laughs> Oakland's getting tr- Kind of uh, I know It's
1: all expensive It's all up. Unless you're in Vallejo <laughs> Yeah I was gonna say Vallejo's the cheapest part Of the Bay Area I actually wouldn't mind Living in Vallejo If there was like One ghetto. nice street I heard it's ghetto there dude No it is But I'm saying If there's You know every like Ghetto town has like One like Nice area Like one nice-ish street Tolerable street Fair enough would you consider this area... I don't know. The way I describe this area <laughs> to people is it looks like you'd get mugged, but you won't get mugged. <laughs> you know? There are like, a lot of places. Uh, anyways. Does you think Oakland that? is hit or miss. No, I think, at least this street in particular, it looks like super run down and that you shouldn't like walk alone at night and it kind of sketches you out for the first couple times and then after a few times you realize, yeah, it's not that bad. People just look a little scary, but they're not actually that scary.
0: Uh, I guess The neighborhood that my pastor lives in In Oakland is a lot, feels a lot safer But um Oh well, there's some nice areas in Oakland too Yeah uh, But then like across the street Like He lives so close to the highway But when you cross the highway Then it gets worse You cross yeah. the highway It gets better You know it's funny That's the way this is too Like literally when you get off 580 west Cause you take
1: 580 west Not take 80, 80. Take 880? Yeah Really? Why? Yeah.
0: Well anyways <laughs> Oh no so um, I'm not now, done Now Fine. people are slowly figuring out Where we live And they're going to triangulate And stalk us <laughs> you think that many people will listen or care about our
1: podcast Jeff? Yeah, no not <laughs> all exactly we're all about that positivity again but uh no so yeah if it's funny because if you get off 580 west literally you go to the left and you get this area where it's a little more like it's not super super nice but just kind of like more middle class like run down literally you go to the right it's all like the bigger houses where you can tell these people are all like doctors or lawyers or software engineers I think we should just go back to school and become software engineers. What do you think, Joe? We it's can do it together. Hard as hell, dude. Coding is hell.
0: Yeah, it's easy. Anyways, so coding's yeah, not so, that hard. I don't know. So it'd be nice to get health insurance. So like, definitely these small changes, whether it be like, I. So going back on the original article, like people gain union. Nice. I don't think that's exactly like the right way. What do you think? Uh,
1: you. What is a union? <laughs> Actually, I don't know what a union is. <laughs>
0: A union is basically this small organization that fights for your right as an employee within the company. Um, Oh, yeah. That'd be cool, I guess. By the same (laughs) time, so from an employee standpoint, you have basically like somebody in your corner that's constantly fighting for you. Mm -hmm. And almost no matter what, you can do no wrong. Do big companies have unions? Huh? Do big companies have unions? It's usually more a trade. So like teachers' unions. Uh, What you call it? Police officer unions. So it's really on the trade. More so. On the um, career, you mean? On the yeah, career. so not companies. Companies usually depend, it really depends on the company, but it's very few companies that will have union workers. So, um... Uh. Well, I guess uh, unions are good then, right? <laughs> at the same time, they can be, over, they can be, um, people in there that are. asking for too much. Yeah, they're asking for too much, or they defend the wrong person because out of obligation. Okay. So, yeah, so it's good and bad. And also, um. Oh, you know the, um uh, Detroit auto factories, mm. a lot of them were unionized and a lot of them fought for higher pay. Mm-hmm. But because they can't keep up with the pay, because of union, these businesses ran into the ground because they just can't keep paying these low skilled labor workers. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but they're getting paid oodles of cash. They're getting paid more than we're making. Hmm. For what? Doing what? Detroit Str- auto? screwing in a, a nut into a car or, like, just building cars. All right, let's go. Factory workers. You want to move to Detroit? <laughs> you know Detroit's Take- like one of the most unsafest cities in the entire United States, right? Hey, it makes it interesting. <laughs> because it's so run down now.
1: All right, let's go, Joe.
0: Yeah, no, we're not going. It's,
1: it's going to um, be such an entertaining podcast episode. Living in Detroit, doing that road trip together. We can record the podcast on the road, baby. We can go to Yellowstone National Park. It'd be nice. Is it in Detroit? It's on the way. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> How many national parks you been to, Joe? I think that's a better topic. We should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to like two. All right, we could we could milk that for an hour. Yosemite two and parks. Grand Canyon. You've been to Yosemite? Yeah. But
0: cool. you didn't do Hatton. No. What'd you do? Mist Trail. The waterfalls. Uh yes, I've done the uh, a waterfall. I'm not sure if it's the I don't. Don't remember. go chasing water jaws. Anyways. <laughs> okay, TLC. Moving on. <laughs> Um, you know, you have that on your iPod. I actually don't. So go
1: screw yourself. Yeah, so, you have a much more manly Taylor Swift song on there? In terms of iPod, <laughs> back in
0: high school, I had high school musical. Nice. I had issues. Anyway. Well, as long as you admit it. Uh, well, did you have Glee on there too? I have Glee now on Spotify. How can you be a self respecting person and have Glee on your musical library? I feel like. Okay, so I definitely watched the first few seasons of Glee, then I kind of gave up because I got bored. Um, I don't know
1: how anyone watches Glee. I know this is a very 2010-2012 complaint because who talks about
0: Glee nowadays, but when you hey, said High School Musical, it reminded me of it. Think of this. The way I think of Glee is cover songs. Yeah. That's why I have this on the songs. But it's like it's like the adult version of Kids Bop. <laughs> yeah, so Kids Bop is just like a bunch of kids that are like with shrill voices and like weird and is annoying. This actually has like people that are so talented
1: true well it has actors and actresses who have gone on to bigger things i guess yeah Melissa benoist is really hot who is she <laughs> Supergirl. <laughs> she was on glee she was on glee yeah who i don't <laughs> i don't know dude you're asking the wrong person I don't oh my watch. gosh now i'm gonna look this up later <laughs> um ah uh, yes but uh music let's talk about music jaw unless did you have anything else to talk about
0: contractor stuff We need a better world and a better... Oh, yeah. So, I think in conclusion that, like, I think these big companies such as Google and whatnot, they're in a position where they can really set the tone, right? So, they can pick and choose contractors and say, hey, do you offer this and this and this Mm -hmm. for your employees? Yes. Yes? Okay, we'll take you on. No, we're going to find another person. Because a lot... There's so many contractors, uh, so many agencies that they're fighting for big contracts, right? Yes. Um... I think Facebook and Google, they have several agencies that they work with, mm-hmm. several. And so they can easily terminate a contract, go with another one that treats their contractors better. Uh, at the same time, they can – but also, I've been in situations where – so it's its a problem where there's like three main issues and everybody is responsible and at fault. And the thing is that some of these l- contracting jobs, right, because they treat their employees such – like bottom tier like low class that oftentimes when they are recruiting people there are already people that are very desperate or they're scraping the bottom of the barrel sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes they may get the uh better employees that are like oh they're great employees they they don't cause trouble sweet others um uh, these are just people who've never held a job nor can hold a job and they're plugging them into an environment where it's like, okay, well, they have expectations. It looks bad now. So it's like this vicious cycle of like, okay, well, big companies, why should I treat these contractors if they're terrible employees? Well, why should I incentivize these employees uh, if they're terrible? And the employees are like, why should I be loyal and do a good job if the companies are not treating me right? So it's definitely a lot of issues and definitely I think big companies right now They're they're making billions of dollars. They're in a position where they can probably take an L and just really set the pace and make everybody happy. And maybe help the income and quality in the Bay Area. And Seattle. Where else has tech really affected? Maybe New York. Austin, Texas. No, I heard Austin's actually assimilating quite well. Uh, they're very techie, though, I've heard. No, they are definitely very techie, but then they because they see Seattle and SFS case studies of failures, mm-hmm. that they're trying to adjust with that.
1: Yeah, it could be. I've never been. really want to go. Uh, Austin City Limits happening this year. Going back to the music. <laughs> uh, I do want to visit Austin sometime. Uh, yeah. Actually, I want to go just for to check out one single brewery. One brewery? Because... Also, side note, brewery is a really hard word to say a bunch of times fast. We should try. Brewery, 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 brewery. I don't even know if I'm saying
0: it right anymore. Brewery.
1: <laughs> it's, um, a lot of, it's a lot of uh, pronunciation there. Brewery. Two little
0: letters in this word. Brewery, 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 brewery. Uh, the, uh, the, the brewery I want to check out in Austin. It's opened by one an actor for my favorite show. you can guess what that show that is? Crazy Rich Asians. That's a movie. <laughs> I know. TV show dumbass.
1: Uh, you fucking idiot! I always like, knew it was a movie, you dumbass. That was part of the joke.
0: <laughs> I just want to call you a dumbass. Can I just call you a dumbass?
1: But it was the way you said it, it was very condescending. Um, I'm a condescending person. Uh, okay. Well, as long as you admit it. i um, fresh off the boat. <laughs> uh, no, Supernatural.
0: That's your favorite show, really? That's my favorite. i well, have never it since talked about day that. Day one till now, and I'm gonna ask to ask you later that uh, can I can we uh, record on a different date because I can watch this. Final season premiere of Supernatural. I mean, you could just ask me now that you flubbed it on this podcast. <laughs> yes, we
1: can record it on a different date if you want to jerk off to Jared Puletsky and with the other guy. <laughs> uh,
0: Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Anyways, um, I yeah. can't.
1: I can't talk because I actually used to get a picture of Jensen Ackles and go to my barber every time I got my haircut. I was
0: just like that. <laughs> That's cute. Anyways, yeah, I know. It's the favorite show. One of the actors opened up a brewery out in Austin at out the outskirts. Which one is it? Whoever plays Dean. Uh I don't watch the show. Alright, it's
1: fine. That's Anyways, fine.
0: yeah, so that's the only reason why I'm gonna go to Austin. <laughs> Otherwise, I really
1: couldn't care less. Huh. <laughs> wow, you're like that show. That's weird, we never talk about Supernatural. I didn't know you're that
0: big of a Because most people don't watch Supernatural and they always tell me that the show should die. Jeez. That's, you- no, that's literally what people tell me, and I'm what like, alright, think- cool. <laughs> You know, John, I have
1: a hard time <laughs> believing some of the things that you say that people say. Oh, no, that's really what I said. So you say you like Supernatural and people say you should die. No, not I should die. The show should die because it's gone uh, okay. on for so long. Because <laughs> well, I think your quote was something like, that show sucks and you should die. No, I said that
0: show's so <laughs> long and that it should die.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sorry if I misheard, but, um, I don't think it's that, I don't know. What's wrong? What's there to be offended about of all the shows, you know, like, um, it's just, it knows what it is. It's like a silly, like spooky, like
0: supernatural, like ghost aliens type of show, right? So people don't like it because it got formulaic and became very angels versus demons. So one thing is that they didn't like the angels versus demons concept. Okay. Uh, it is centered around like there was a
1: Tom Hanks movie based on that angels
0: and demons. Um, yeah no it is centered about that but then also they have like side stories and like oh this monster happened we're going to go and kill that because uh, we're trying to wait for st-. they literally would say yeah nothing's happening right now with this conflict we're going to go and kill something because that's what we always do it sounds like why people hate The Walking Dead because nothing happens
1: and it's formulaic
0: <laughs> yeah no and did you watch it? I used to when did you stop? season 5? Uh, when I moved out with when I moved out from people who watched it religiously did you like it? I was bored out of my mind. Really, the whole yeah. time?
1: You didn't even like the first couple seasons?
0: No, I liked but the like, first couple seasons because it was like I don't know. It had oh, like first couple seasons. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I just I remember enjoying watching it with my housemates. Mm-hmm. But outside of watching it with them, I really didn't care. Okay, sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I was bonding with my housemates. <laughs> no, but um, but with Supernatural, that's one problem. The other problem is that it becomes formulaic. One brother dies. They spend half the scene to try to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. Uh, they have to kill another new boss level like monster, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing is that the show makes fun of itself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How can you hate a show like that? You know what's funny, by the way. Uh, the guy that plays the dad on Supernatural has a big role on Walking Dead. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Negan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I almost yeah. started watching it again because I was like, the dad. <laughs> I want to watch it. Yeah, I never got back into it. And Lauren
1: Cohan is on both shows. Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. She was the bitchy, rich chick that they both wanted to fuck or kill. I'm not exactly sure. Um, (laughs) I didn't watch the show. I just knew there was some tension brewing there. not sure if it was sexual or violent.
0: (laughs) What's funny is that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, they're trying to make them. People are trying to. I know
1: what you're going to say. Flashpoint. And then Lauren Cohan would play the mom because they were in super the Batman thing, right? (laughs) Bruce Wayne's parents. All right, moving on to the next topic that <laughs> I just wanted so to sh- much thunder from. <laughs> um. I hope they don't make that. Oh, speaking of which, did you hear about the Superman thing they're doing? What's the Superman thing? So it's kind of like, a, you know, into the Spider-Verse, there's a million different spider man like, from different universes in one.
0: Oh, are you talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths with CW?
1: Yeah. 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 So and it's, then, um, apparently it's Smallville, the S- Superman from Supergirl, and then... Brandon Routh, who's, like, supposed to be the bad Superman.
0: Uh, yeah, he's playing uh, Superman from Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Like, all those shows are pretty bad in my mind. <laughs> all those CW shows, like, I don't know. They're all pretty bad, but I'm kind of curious just to see it just for the sake of seeing, like, three actors, three different Superman together. Yeah, I'm not I'm not definitely not excited per se, more just curious, you know? Yeah, it's so not like Endgame or anything like that that I was actually excited to see.
0: Yeah, so definitely with the CWTV shows, I got corny and became very family friendly and very like, what's the common theme? Togetherness. I don't care about this family after school special theme.
1: CW uh, shows are just pretty bad in general, I think. Even I mean Supernatural's fine because it knows what it is. But I mean like Arrow and The Flash and all that shit. Oh, I yeah, know, they've completely digressed and re- if anything, regressed. I think they're always pretty bad, but I might just be a jail. The
0: first, the pilot seasons are always the better ones, and then they just go on this, we must have this family concept. Yeah. A
1: lot of people compare them to, like, the Netflix shows, RIP. I would, I would, anyways, so. I mean, compare them in, like,. Yeah. The Netflix shows did it right, and then the CW shows are cheesy and, like, yeah, childish. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the thing is that with The Crisis on Infinite Earths, that's probably the only time I ever watched CW superhero TV shows again. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, yeah, no, this is fan service to a degree.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of
0: is. Yeah, so I'll watch it for this fan service, but the actual content of these series, yeah, no. That's fair.
1: So, Joker tomorrow. <laughs> you're seeing Joker? I am
0: watching the Joker tomorrow. I think I'm, I'm actually excited.
1: seeing it tomorrow, too. Oh. NSF. Hmm. Why are you watching NSF? Why are you watching it in fucking Union City or wherever you go? going? I already told you the reason. I have AMC A list there, and that's the closest one to me. That's fair, but also, do you want to go to Union City? That's so out of the way. If it wasn't out of the
0: way, I'd go, but... It's all the way for you, because you moved all the way up more... Further away from that city. It's called West. <laughs> North. West
1: north west for me how's it west from castor valley 580 west uh southwest okay <laughs> we just said every direction so one of them's gotta be right well
0: no you you move more north away from union city
1: i was talking from castor valley oh yeah from Castro valley that's it yeah, that was closer that's where right? i moved from
0: oh yeah that was, that was closer right
1: <laughs> this is a really important topic we should debate. <laughs> Which direction did you move from? Let's talk all four. Um, Oh, you moved north, yeah. No, I moved west. (laughs) What? Castor Valley, Oakland, 580 West. (laughs) Christine, do you understand what's
0: going on? Yes. I hope she doesn't.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) I'm confused. Uh, On that note,
1: Northwest. No, it was just West. Actually, I agree with that. I agree with that. (laughs) It was just West. I have one freeway and I'm sticking to it. No, (laughs) wait. West
0: is San Leandro.
1: Yeah. No, from here it's East. I'm done. (laughs) I'm just done?
0: (laughs) If you take 580 East, you go to San Leandro. You know that highway is stupid, Or Actually, no, that's the 80. Yeah, that's the 80 that's stupid. All right, so they agree. I moved (laughs) West. No, I'm not agreeing to that. You're wrong. Sounds good. Nah. no. no, no Christina's uh, proved
1: you wrong. She doesn't... You don't have to pull her into this podcast just because you know you don't have a like... She's my know. new best
0: friend. It's... Uh, I think you got a newsflash coming for you, buddy. <laughs> I don't have to be her new best friend, but she's my new oh, best okay. friend. Oh, okay. Well, as long as you... As long, yeah, as long as you Excuse know. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that yeah. note...
1: On that note, we're halfway through the podcast, so get ready. <laughs> we're going into Contractors Part 2. You ready? <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. I feel like, no, 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 we gotta we got steer this show I don't know, this is, you know, John, I gotta admit This is a very strange episode <laughs> Very I, strange, we came at some weird angles at I
0: was sharing what I believed Where we need change In society to make it A better world, and I'm trying to be Freaking positive for a change <laughs> it came across very negative
1: At many points <laughs> It's, it's unnatural for me. You were venting. You were venting. All, you know. No. You, I, you had a serious, I suggested a no, big no. chunk of change. No, no. I'm, I'm giving you a compliment. You had a, you had a place, a sincere place you were coming from, and you had something you want to get at. So I'm glad you got it. And I think, I agree for the most part, I'm just not as passionate about it because I don't care about a whole lot of things, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm either super pissed off about something super dumb and will only last five minutes, or... I just forget and don't care. That's the advantage of not having a good memory. <laughs> Hence, if like I'm trying to log memory. into my password, if I forgot my password to log into an account, and I have to like do the forgot password, and then I get the link, and then I try to change my password, and it says, that's your current password, and then I'll try to log in with that password, and then say, that's not your right password. That's the shit that'll really make me lose my fucking mind. And I think that's
0: what we should talk about next week. <laughs>
1: Well that just, no thank you no, for listening. We're, to we're gonna talk about
0: underqualified <laughs> podcast show with your host John Vince. You know, we'll man, get back you. to you. we just
1: get to choose what we can end to you, douche. This is a mutual partnership. <laughs> we have to agree. And I wanna say that this is where we should end it. Alright. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs>